Hello, everybody. Hello. I'm Christina. And I'm Jim. And this is Exus Nexus. It is really Exus Nexus. Up your ass. Oh, jeez. You just can't stop talking sometimes. You got to always just add the little... <laughs> hey, kids. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, this is a podcast hosted by a couple of exes and our current partners. We are friends because we like to talk about movies and pop culture and music and TV and books and all sorts of stuff. And we have really cool partners. Um... We'll get to introducing those in a minute. I want to welcome you to episode 104. 104. Which brings us to the end of our second season. So we've been doing this for two years, weekly. Yay! Yeah. I don't, we've never missed a week for two years. So Unbelievable. To us. Um, thank you to our loyal listeners. And we just want to let you guys know that for our third season, after we take a little break um, of a few weeks, we're going to be going to a new format of once a month, maybe twice a month, but for right now, once a month, we'll see how that goes. If big shit happens, then we'll, we'll breaking news the thing. And we're also going to play with actually getting our YouTube channel up. So when we come back for season three, we'd like to have a new video format. Um, we'll be going on a shorter, less, less per month episodes. So, um, yeah, thank you for listening every week for the last two years, everybody. And we hope to, um, you will enjoy our next two years, however they come. All right, let's get to it. We are joined today also by Jim's amazing wife, Kelly. Kelly, Hello. 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 Uh, and to my right, we have the captain, my husband. Captain. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, before the whole thing, you said cool. I'm referencing that. Yeah. All right. Cool. So the captain makes us drinks. He's our bartender. And those drinks are going to be based around a mysterious question that Jim and I ask each other later in the show. Captain, can you tell us what we're drinking? Yes. Good job, by the way, Christina. Cheers. Good intro. Thank you. You're welcome. Christina, you're drinking a sweet satisfaction. It looks sweet and delicious. Give it a, give it a whirl. Anything with pineapple juice. That's delicious. All right. It looks yummy. Let me, t- let me taste it. I it looks it. like apple cider, but it's not apple cider. It's a lot more tropical. Mm. Oh, that's good. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, what is in it? I feel like I'm missing all the good drinks since this Sorry. whole thing started. I should mail you the drinks. I yeah, why don't you mail me an amaretto drink? I'm going to mail you a thermos of drinks. Why don't you have Uber send us some drinks? Yeah. Uber drinks. Uh, this has got one ounce of vodka. I hate when they do this, but I guess just do it the best you can because I don't like thirds. Everything's broken down into thirds. So one ounce of vodka, two thirds of coffee liqueur, one third of maraschino liqueur, and one third ounce of vanilla syrup. Pineapple juice to fill. You can garnish with a pineapple slice and a cherry. That's it. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Really good stuff. And me? What you am I virtually drinking? drinking? A zombie. That's zombie. Big. Zombie. He's on. This has uh, one. <laughs> oh, I should give it a try. Horrible. That song sucks. What's it about? Oh. This Oof. has um, one ounce of light rum, one ounce of dark rum, one ounce of apricot brandy, bar punch to fill. And then you add a half ounce of 151 floater. What's bar rum? I mean, bar punch. What's bar punch? I don't know. It does not specify. I imagine bar punch is like fruit punch. 
So I only had half of these, so I had to make something up on my own. I didn't have bar punch, because who the fuck has bar punch? Just say fruit punch, you fucking Bars? Know. Bars have bar punch. Yeah, and it's fruit punch in a bar cup. You should have used um, Hawaiian punch. Oh, I yeah. loved Hawaiian punch. I had Hawaiian punch. Really? What'd you say, Kelly? I used to love Hawaiian punch when I was younger. Me too. It was, um, we drank jungle punch at school. They came in the cartons. And so my lunch would definitely be a carton of jungle punch and a star crunch. Hmm. Wow, you must have been really hopped up on sugar. They didn't give us choices like that at my school. We got white, we got either regular milk or chocolate milk. Oh, no. That was it. Like a glorified snack bar, our cafeteria. So my dad would give me money at the beginning of the week for my lunches all week, and I would eat as little as possible so I could put the money in my gas tank. And keep that sounds about right. Bigger. Yeah, and keep my girlish bigger. You know, you got me. You got me thinking. Like oh, talking about. We were done with this drink. I'm sorry. No, well, yeah, we were done. I um, yeah, I had to improvise because I didn't. I only had uh, I didn't have the dark rum, and obviously I didn't have the bar punch. So I just used. A combination of orange juice, grapefruit juice, and pineapple juice. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm assuming the bar punch is where you need is what you need. Yeah, because that floater of 151 does nothing for the rest of that drink. Yeah, the look on your face looks yeah. like someone took a poop and smashed it right into your face. <laughs> so if you have if you have Hawaiian punch, listeners, I, I highly recommend using some kind of a punch. Yeah. So no floater. Speaking, of, yeah. Well, apparently he made a floater. Um, <laughs> Punch, when was the last time you had five alive? A long time. Oh. Not as long as you would think. Uh, they sell it. It's, it's like Tampico. Did you ever have Tampico, Kelly? No? Is that kind of like the orange? Like the orange? Oh, that's terrible. Or am I thinking something else? It's sort like, of like, it's like the or, it's like kind of like an orange juice, but not really. It is kind of an orange juice, but not really. It's five mm-hmm. alive, yeah. meaning that there's five fruity it's like a okay. citrus punch is what they are. They're citrus punch. Five Alive, you can sometimes get and concentrate in the concentrated juice aisle. So I was getting that sometimes to have in the no, house. I know for certain that they have cartons of it at Publix. I just haven't had it in years. And now I suddenly want to run to Publix, even though we just went yesterday, to get to try Five Alive. But I don't want it to be like, oh, I left it as a kid and it tastes like shit and as, a, as an adult. No, it tastes exactly how you remember it tasting. It will ta- it will transport you. It's one of those things that the me- minute you taste it, it takes you back to the last time you drank it. Well, do they still make Tang? Because like Tang is what I remember in like my mind. It was like a powder. I think they do, yeah. That you'd throw not, in your water. Yeah, it's not as uh, popular as it was. Because they used it in space. That's what made it so popular. So. Yeah, I don't know if I've actually seen, not that I've actively looked for it, but like... I- canister of tang i've seen it I, I at least i think i've seen it at Publix and stuff i think um, i kind of want to get it just so i can taste it again and see if i actually well would still you like get it. tang and i'll get five alive okay and then put like it in them both well i bought bologna Correct. three weeks ago because i was like hey i haven't had a fried bologna sandwich in like forever we just and talked about these. that and i made fried bologna sandwiches a couple weeks ago that's funny which, by the way, I've never, up until she made that, ever had a fried bologna sandwich. What? Yeah. That's weird. I've never been a fan of bologna. Me neither. I don't like bologna at all, and I won't eat it, even as an adult, but I do remember as a ch- child, one of my friends who um, had a bunch of little brothers and sisters, so she ate a lot of bologna fried up some bologna and put mustard on it, and it wasn't terrible. It tasted sort of like a hot dog. Fried bologna is definitely better than regular bologna. Yes, because you get the crispy edges. And I'm surprised you don't like it, because it's like pork roll. Oh, it's but, like pork roll. But it's not. It's not. Right. Pork roll is saltier. Pork roll is just awesome. And for those listening who don't know what pork roll is, that is a staple of New Jersey consumption. Also known as Taylor ham. Yeah. Yeah. So if you see Taylor ham or pork roll, it is some, it's a sliced cured meat product that oh God. people in New so Jersey love good. to fry up and eat on stuff. <laughs> At every New Jersey diner. Burgers, because eggs. It's good on all. Yeah, what, 
when when New York Bar and Grill was open super late, there was a guy that Kelly and I knew there that made us uh, a burger with pork roll on it and eggs. <laughs> oh man, that was awesome. For those back of you in the day when we would be eating breakfast at three in the morning because we stayed out too yeah. late and were drunk. New York Bar and Grill used to be um, this bar and grill that was in a strip mall in an, <laughs> yep. in an unincorporated part of Gardens. Northern Palm Beach Juno, County. Juno Beach, wasn't it? Juno. It's between, <laughs> yeah. between Palm Beach Gardens and Juno. So it's this little unincorporated part. That's how they could stay open until five in the morning. So they would they would open at dinner time and you could sit at the dark dark bar and have like food at the bar mm -hmm. and then there was a dance floor in the middle and a bunch of cap like cafe tables and stuff and they'd always get live bands and yep. they blast music and old people love to go there and party till five o'clock in the morning and dance their fool asses yeah. off it would get i would always say i feel like i'm on a cruise ship right now <laughs> Like I, I'm yeah. somewhere in the middle of a cruise ship watching a bunch of old people shake their asses and I'm eating my steak and eggs at three in the morning. Three in the morning. It was actually it was early buddies. because uh, we used to go to Swampies and close swamp grass at three. And then we would go to Foster's and close swamp Foster's at four. And then we would go to NYBG and cause they closed at five and we would get For steak and eggs or pork roll or something. That was, that's, you know, that's pretty amazing. And it's too bad because that was kind of such a legendary staple of our, of our, of, of the bar scene up here. I know, because we were a bunch of young people hanging out with like all the old dogs and they would put us to bed, basically. <laughs> like, those old people could party. We always stayed there later than most of the old people. I mean, it was oh, like- Oh, I never was there. We would go after Shakespeare would be over, right? So we'd get kicked out of the park at like 11 o'clock or 11.30. So we'd go there and then eat and dance. And it was like prime time. It would be packed because it'd be like midnight. So all the old people after they ate dinner had come out to dance and to this live band. Man. It I would, liked that place. I missed that place. That now place that we're talking fun. about it. It was yeah. fun. Now that we're old people and we fit the demographic. <laughs> we're still not, not the demographic. We are, we are not the demographic still. No. That no. place has been demolished and we're still not the demographic. <laughs> oh my God. I think about some of the clubs that we used to hang out in. I don't know about you, but me growing up here and being a townie. And some of the um, clubs and being under... 21 but they would let you in on like 18 and overnights or whatever sometimes they'd be 18 and over places you could hang out and i think vatican i think vatican was an 18 and over place probably in, in boynton yeah, oh yeah 100 percent. it was like respectables so vatican and respectables and whatever that place was in jupiter with the spinning dance floor or the spinning bar uh, uh it was brio beach club and jocks i thought but what what was jocks alternative night what was their like I don't remember what they probably asked Judy that because they had their alternative night on Sunday and Tuesdays. I think that's when they played that, that kind of music. And there was a night we would go to every like alt night at every club in town because every club had one and it was different than all the rest. And you'd see all the same people at all the different like mm -hmm. off nights at all the clubs. <laughs> and you could pretty much go every night, but one, and I don't remember what day it landed on, but like, like, Monday, you could go to Flirts. I think they yeah. had an alternative night. Yep. Maybe it was Tuesday that was like, the theater is dark day. And then and then Wednesday was Respectables, obviously. Yep. Ladies night. Thursday was the place at the Omni. And I can't, Moscow's. Yes, Moscow. I could, oh my God. And it used to be at the Coco Plum Plaza. That's right. That's right. Oh. And, uh, and then, and um, and then Friday, Saturday was Respectables, and then back to Jocks on Sunday. Yep, it's so true. That's hilarious that you even remember like the schedule. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe and I did the tour. I could be slightly off, but I, I, I'm pretty that sure. That was me I'm and close. Amy Hamill. Me and Amy Hamill lived by that by those nights out. So anyway, uh, entertainment. What you got for me, entertainment? Well, I have. Um, I'm less irritated by this, but I guess some people could be. But there's kind of an online rumor that, um, as you know, I lived in Lee County for some period of time. Do you know that, like, 
there's a, a group of people that want to change it from Robert E. to Stan. Oh, funny. <laughs> wow, cool. I would love for one of my former uh, hometowns to be renamed after the king of Marvel Comics. That's really funny. That would be hilarious. That would be really I mean, funny. It's kind of an odd thing because, like, you don't really hear a lot of attachment of Stan Lee. What are you doing to your face? You're being weird. Yeah, just trick your drink. <laughs> because, I mean, Stan Lee is obviously affiliated with California or New York, especially New York. So that he'd be in some Southwest Florida uh, county named after him is kind of unusual. But if you want to get rid of the Robert E. Lee thing, you know, the Confederacy and all that other shit and put a guy on there that created modern mythology for all of us. I'm down with that. Yeah, let's get down with that. Let's get down. Yeah, thanks for patting me on the head and moving me along. So, are there any movies you want to see? Uh, I, I'm kind of semi-curious about that um, that Kevin Bacon one. I don't know if I want to spend $20 on it to watch it at home, but... Kevin Bacon and his like wife that's half his age, Amanda Seyfried or Seyfried. Yeah, it's probably more than that. It's ridiculous. I can't give my money to something like that because it's fucked up. That's fucked up. They're not really they? married, are they? No, but in the movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. they play husband. He's married to Kira Sedgwick. He's been married to her for like thirty. Yeah, years. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in the, I, I did see that trailer. Yeah, I get. I, I, it, it does perpetuate some kind of horrible. Uh, Hollywood. Pa- it's not even about Hollywood patriarchy of, of men get better with age and you can work when you're 90 and on crutches. But if a woman's 30, she's like ancient and she has the only way she can be relevant is if she's married to a yeah. hundred year old man. Yeah. Wow. I really didn't think this conversation was going to go in this direction. I just wanted something mindless to entertain me for an hour and a half. I didn't really <laughs> think we were going to go on the Hollywood patriarchy of, uh, older That's cause you're part of it, Jim. You're part of the man. You've been, you've been indoctrinated. Don't be part of the problem, Jim. Be part <laughs> of the solution. Well, should I divorce my wife because we're three whole years apart in age? It's uh, not about the, it's not about normal people and their age difference. It's about Hollywood. Hollywood. Yes, perpetuating. Like they couldn't get, like they couldn't get another actor more around her age or like, around his age. Is Channing Tatum too busy? Like, come on. And or they couldn't hire someone closer to his age. Where's Elizabeth right. Shue? Elizabeth Shue would have done it. But where's Kira Cedric, his real wife? Yeah, exactly. It just it's a little screwy. Okay. Didn't they do that with Mother? Didn't wasn't Jennifer Lawrence like married to Javier Bardem or something like that? In, oh, I didn't in, see that yet. Probably isn't that the one that she like railed on Aronofsky for or something? Didn't she go out with him? Well, she was fucking him for a while, so there's and that. she was like miserable about that movie. If you read the inside stuff, and he thinks it's so great, and she's like, I knew while he was making it, it was shit or something uh, like that. Like well, she totally like dragged him. Apparently, it's very disturbing. So speaking of disturbing movies, last night before I went to bed. Uh, I watched. There's an open. I watched. Uh, <laughs> it was the end of the nun. Oh God! <laughs> we talked about this. Okay, wait. We talked about the nun of like a month or so ago, and I was like, Oh my God, you guys! I started watching the nun, <laughs> and I got scared, and I had to change the channel. And all you guys made fun of me for even starting to watch some horror movie. It, it was on. You're such a pussy when it comes to horror movies. Those movies aren't even really that scary. Did you see the nun? No, but okay, it, I, Wally. it was a little, it was a little creepy, but I was home by myself and me like, too. <laughs> and like there was a mirror in my peripheral, so I kept catching things in the mirror, but it was, it was, it was funny. It was, I can see where it would be scary. Um, the makeup on the nun is really good and they they do a great job of making that monster very scary. Um, was I scared? No, I watched it before bed. I went to bed and had great dreams. Okay, well, so. so what was the point? <laughs> I don't know what the point of it was. I, I caught the last like 10 minutes and it was just a- No, what was the point of you bringing it up? Because we're talking about creepy movies and weird stuff. And I know we talked about The Nun before and it was just fresh in my mind because of how the, the creep factor and I, I don't know. Bad. Just you another probably. horrible horror movie that's out. No, if you want to watch some fucked up shit that's, that, that make you question things, it's like the guy that directed um, Hereditary and, 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 and Midsommar. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And you just what's the first one? Hereditary. Oh yeah, hereditary. Trying to talk over them because they have no mic and we overpower them and it comes out as garble stuff. Okay. I was trying not to. That's Ah! why I I asked him to repeat. What are you doing? What are you doing? She hates being told. You hate being told from one to the other. No, I'm okay. Yeah, you are? Are you okay? I don't know. When I asked you not to use your clanky drink, you had a fucking meltdown. No, I didn't. I got a drink that was quieter. Because Kelly told you to afterwards. She's no, like, just she get the didn't. Drink. I just got the fucking drinks. Just saying. Are you? Yeah. Because you're having a fucking fit right now. Why am I having a fit? Does it yeah, sound- because you are. Look at you getting all ramped up. Holy <laughs> shit. A Wally, calling it, call an ambulance. <laughs> so Kelly, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> okay, thanks for asking. I'm ready to go on vacation. Oh fucking hell, let's, man! Let's go on vacation. Come on, let's go. <laughs> I was just at my dad's, and he lives on this spring-fed river in the middle of the state, and it was delightful. But um. Did you feel like you were on vacation? Yeah, because- Like on a vacation? Yes, because the so the river they live on is, um, <clears throat> it has like a couple of public access points, like parks, like one's like a county park and but, another one's like a state park. But nowhere close to where they live. <clears throat> so it it's a, it's a ways away. So it's not like you are inundated with screams and- Yes, you are. At 9.45 well, yesterday morning, like everything's fine. We're hanging out on the back porch. They have this big, beautiful yard. They have a gorgeous dock. There's boats, whatever. So there's still fog on the river. It's a little chilly because it's further north. It's nice. It's really lovely out. 9.45, this wave of noise in tubers <laughs> starts coming down the river. You can hear them before you can see them. They're around the bend. Yeah, because noise carries on the river. And yeah. from 9.45 until 5 or 6 o'clock last night, it was nothing but screaming and music and dogs. Yeah, because it's summertime and everything else is shut down. The rivers are open. But I meant like the actual parks itself. You can't you really hear the, the parks themselves. Yeah, yeah so you can't away. hear the park, but the people on the river, like the tubers that start yeah. coming by, like the people floating down the river, it's just noise. That sounds like fun, though. But it is. It's so much fun. So Kristen came over and we got in inner tubes and it's a constant 73 degrees, the river. So no matter what the temperature is outside. Yeah. So it's chilly when you get in, but it gets, it's so nice when you're in there because the sun's beating down on you. Just having a beer and floating and not having to do yeah. shit. Yeah. And so in my dad's like, there's this little park in whatever is his neighborhood. There's no like real neighborhood but i guess there is so they have a piece of land with a little boat ramp and some picnic tables and stuff and you can it's on the river but it's about a 30 minute float from my dad's house sorry (laughs) while he's playing with his long hair sorry um so anyway yeah kelly we floated down the river yesterday and it's like 30 minutes and it was like being on vacation She texts me and she's like, hey, we're going tubing. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And because last time we were out visiting together, we didn't really go tubing. I think we just took some pool rafts out. That's we, all they are. There's pool. Yeah, I just took a pool raft. We just jumped off the dock in the pool rafts and just floated. And they picked us up like, I don't know. We just walked down the... We how walk- far does it go? Like, how far does it go? It's like a couple like- miles long. The whole river yeah. from Head Springs until it meets another river is several miles. The float from um, the county park is from where they get they put in to where they get out is a four mm-hmm. hour float. So oh, wow. dad's house is at the halfway point of that float. So he's about to, so from his house to the end of the, like where they pick everybody up is about two hours. That's but, very cool. So so you float and then like how long do you let yourself go before you have to like get out and walk back like two miles? No, you, you That's have what I'm saying. No, you have to no. organize it. So you, a lot of people they drive to the put in, they'll have a designated driver that drops them off and then they'll pick mm-hmm. them up someplace because you can't gotcha. You can't walk back. I mean there's no walking back. Yeah, the, that's why they go to like the county park or the state park right. 
because they have shuttle buses, right? Gotcha. So you go and you pay to get in and you rent their inner tube. And so whenever, like, so four hours later, when you get out, there's going to be a shuttle bus there waiting for you to take you and your inner tube back to the park and get in the car. And so if you have friends, it's even better because they can have your towels and they can have more beer for cool. you or food. Well, and the thing about my dad living on the river is, is that we don't ever have to drive anywhere and that like we can float for the half an hour, which is just about perfect and get out and he can drive and pick us up from the neighborhood park. And he, right. last, time, last time they picked us up from the park, um, it wasn't even that far. It was, uh, I mean, if, if he didn't pick us up, we could have walked. It oh, yeah. We would have walked back to his house, no problem. Yeah. Um, whenever he had the pontoon boat, he would drive us upriver in the pontoon boat a ways. We'd go upriver a ways. And then he'd dump us up there, and we could float back and take like an hour and float back. Yeah. Um, if there's cool. any listeners out there that haven't gone tubing in some, in some of these northern Florida springs and rivers, highly recommend it. I mean, you know try to find a time where it's not inundated with college kids and douchebags, but like, it's fucking fun, man. It is, it's a really good time. It's, and the, the water's so cold. I mean, it's still Florida. So, you know, there's still gators. There's the occasional snake. But the water's so clear. You can see everything underneath you. Yeah. It's, um, it's not like South Florida where you can't see shit. And it's shallow. You can stand up in most of it. Um, there's no wake. So it's all pontoon boats or like flat bottom fishing boats. Kayaks. And you're moving at a clip. You're moving a. You're, it's you're moving. super fun. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What? I feel like pontoon boat, like the where name pontoon was like created by some drunk guy who was trying to say tampon. They don't. They don't absorb water. They sit on top of it. <laughs> you Semantics. Wanted, you just wanted to say tampon. I sure yeah. did. Um. So talking about, I'm not one for moving to the country really, but I could live on something like the Rainbow River or a river like that. That would be kind of cool as long as I was moderately close to like the city, so I wouldn't go nuts. Yeah, I could totally do that. That'd be fun. I don't know when their house was built. I could look it up, but I think it was probably in the late '90s. And there's a couple bedrooms upstairs and a bathroom. And one of them has double beds in it, and the other one just has a big queen bed. So my sister and I were in the room with the double beds. And at one point, I woke up in the middle of the night, and there's usually a nightlight on upstairs because it's big, and it's, like, huge ceilings and skylights yeah. and windows. And so usually there's a little light night on in the bathroom. And so I, on the landing, there's no light, and I'm out on the landing, and I can't sleep, and I'm up. It's like five in the morning, my normal wake-up time, but so I'm awake. So I go lay down across the bed in the other room. That room freaks me out. It's scary. And I, I've always felt it, because that's where me and Wally stay when we go. We stay in that room with the big bed, and I never am comfortable in that room. How weird. Uh, I don't know what it is. And I was so uncomfortable. I couldn't fall back asleep. My sister was snoring. God, I love you, Lynn. Um, I, I, watched, I watched the end of The Nun and fell asleep like a baby. <laughs> Whatever. That room was fucking creepy. I don't know what it was. So, um, yeah, that's my story. I can tell you a nightlight story that, that will be strange. So when I was a kid, I had a Spider-Man nightlight. And I was going through this box that I keep like a bunch of like old stuff. My mom sends me like photos and things like that. I keep old cards in it. I found that same nightlight that I had when I was like in elementary school. It still works. Nice. The same light bulb? Yeah. Wow. Kathleen Turner. Oh my God. Look at that hair. Like a Mortal Kombat character. I just put my hair down for the listeners out there. It was a ponytail. So and I was thinking about Spider-Man and I was being a villain. So back in 1989, when Batman came out, I would go up to Tennessee for the summers always. And we went, to this, <laughs> we went to this little general store and they had these little suction cup figures that would go to, to your mirror. And it, they were, everything that was Batman was selling because the movie was out. So it wasn't a... It wasn't a Michael Keaton uh, Batman figure. It was he was still in the the dark blue and gray, but they had the Batman and Robin figures that you would suction cup to your mirror, and it looked like they were repelling up the mirror. So we got a bunch of the Batman figures. 
Uh, I still have it and uh, I have no place to put it, but like your nightlight story, I still have the guy and I want to put him up. You're such an asshole. (laughs) (sighs) This is why we need video for this shit. I know we need video because like the whole time I'm telling the story, she's just goofing off behind me being a dick. Whatever. I felt like I did it to Jim. I had to do it to you too. Cool. It's equal opportunity dickishness. This is why we're taking a break and this is why we're going to video. Okay, also, I want to bring up the fact that we have been saying S-A-D in the P um, for a while. Yes, it has been parking lot. Since we've been on this podcast, it, it started out as get pregnant, but it ended up being in the parking lot. <laughs> While he's now making faces at me, so <clears throat> you can S-A-D and get P. Should we go to questions? No. Sure. No, no. All right. we don't have to. Let's drag out this episode. It's for 104, a while. man. It's 104. Two years. Can you guys? Uh, can you guys? It, it's. I thought about this the other day. Two fucking years. We've been doing this for straight. We've done 52 episodes. That's an episode a week for two fucking years. That is insane. It's crazy. And, and I, I feel like I, it just flew by. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we've been doing it for two years. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does. I was like, it, it feels like three years. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I think back at some of it, and I think back at, like, we had some really good runs. Like, you know how you would feel like you got in a groove, and you would do, like, three or four awesome episodes in a row. Um, but I think that it's cool because it kind of chronicles and helps kind of uh, – it helps, it helps feel out the um, – like the seasons and where you are, because I, I go back to the, the two seasons that we've had. Christina has just been a complete asshole right now and hijacked this again, once again. I'm not trying to hijack it. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Okay, You play. literally get this look on your face when you lose interest in what people are talking about, where you look like Alex Forrest from Fatal Attraction, where she's completely insane and she's just kind of smiling and staring aimlessly into the camera. I'm not losing interest in what you're saying. I'm totally listening to what you're saying. It's my way of engaging in the conversation. Cool. Because it is. Two years is a lot. Keep going. I was listening. So what I think of is I... Really? You just stopped. You told me to go. You're being a dick again. I'm not being a dick. I wasn't even looking at myself. You were. I was looking at you. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. So, thank you. So... It was the last couple of times we went through the seasons and we had seasonal cocktails. All the seasonal cocktails have been really, really good. Like with, uh, with uh, cranberries in them and like smoke coming out and like we had graveyard drinks. It's I like, like the seasonal <laughs> stuff. Yeah, it's fun. I think my favorite drink is still the, the, the one that you made while it was, it was kind of like, it was like that, I always say it's like vampire blood. That yeah, drink, man. the cherry, the cherry. Yeah. Uh, that was this last October. That was the black heart. Yeah. That was so good. It's high on my list. You know, I always think, here's the thing. I always think about, I always think about, I swear to God. Oh, <laughs> I always think about maybe if we did like a convention, like a horror movie convention or some kind of, all these like geek conventions, it would be kind of fun to have set up a little bar and to do cocktails. Only we don't have a liquor license, so we can't serve them. Oh, yeah, we can't serve them. Yeah, but you can give it away for free. That's right. For a suggested donation. Mm-hmm. But the Black Heart, you're right, Kelly. That is definitely one of my favorites. It was so one of my favorites. good. Oh, it's, I still make it at parties because people are like, oh, what's the drink you made? He still makes it at home sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At parties. That's true. That's true. I really like the um, seasonal stuff. Me too. Delicious. And I've been seeing that um, rosemary cocktail on fire quite a bit lately for some reason. Like it's showing mm-hmm. on my cocktail um, stuff that I read. So, anywho, anywho, we're still in quarantine. So, hopefully, when we come back from the end of season two, we'll be able to be in the same room together again. No? Not likely. Not likely. Probably not. Highly doubtful. I would say 2020 is done. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, 2020 is washed. 
donezo, man. We like, don't get to see each other face to face again for another six no, months. You, here's the thing. If you had anything planned in 2020, it is over. It is completely over. And I knew this like a couple months ago. I was like, man, yeah. we're fucked. Totally. No, there's no way. Yeah, I just, I mean, you know, the numbers keep, obviously, we're in a hot spot now. And for me, I'm just like, I was talking to my dad and he's like, well, I've got like, you know, some, uh, I've got some, uh, you know, airline points that I could use. And I'm like, don't even think about it. Don't no. even think about getting on a plane and coming down here. No way. I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. I was you're shocked to see mind. all the New Jersey plates on our yes. drive. Because yeah. I'm like, why would you come down here right now? Yeah, we're an epicenter now. Right. You, you, you guys might yeah. be flying. Yeah. We ain't. Right. I mean, any idea of taking like a vacation somewhere outside of the Keys. The Keys. That's the only place we'll be going. Honestly, here. something that's, I mean, it's just not happening. Like, it's just not going to happen for 2020. And I kind of feel like even thinking about like the holidays. I can't imagine even and my mom. My mom's going to bitch like crazy. About, yeah. I haven't seen you all year. And all of a sudden I'll be like, mom, I still work. It's not like I'm working from home and I'm not going to come see you. You guys are. I mean, older. I, my hope is by the time the holidays get here, I hope that it's alleviated enough to where we can still get together somewhat, do something. Um, I don't know. I mean, that would be nice. I just don't, I don't know if that's going to happen. So it would be weird. Um. We stayed far enough away, like at my parents' house, where the rooms we stayed in have a different air conditioning system. We used a different bathroom. We, spent, we were out on the back porch a lot. It's a big screened-in porch. We ate dinner out there and ate our meals out there every day. Plus, I think where your parents are at and my parents are at, it's not as crazy as it is down here it isn't nobody gets it up there because who goes up there no and, and people that live up there where do they go not mm. go anywhere yeah. except gainesville <laughs> if you're in gainesville that's a different story a bunch of kids but um did you guys look at the link that i sent you for oh my goodness i, w- yes. I was gonna bring that up because i just looked at it did you right look now. at every yes. single one of those rooms did you go down the rabbit hole and look at all the rooms? Um, we, were, we weren't able to get I, through all of them because we were trying to get on the podcast. I so. was surprised uh, how how much I was not interested in the superhero one. Ooh, yeah, I did not like the superhero one at all. But Galileo's Gallery—that's my room right there, dude. I liked the um, I liked the. Wait, back up, tell, tell the listeners what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, okay. good point. What, what's the name of it? It was called the. The Catskills. It, yeah, it's some hotel group in the Catskills. The Roxbury. The right. Roxbury group. So it's um this couple, and I think they both- What have- is love? Baby, anyway. don't hurt me. <laughs> don't hurt me. No more. Oh. Sorry, go ahead. So um, I think this couple was some sort of a design or um, and or hospitality background back in 2004 or eight, back several years ago, started with one small group of rooms and hotel and then they bought some adjacent property and they've been building these sort of fantasy cottages on this property that has a mill and a waterfall and all sorts of stuff. Did you look in the main house too? Cause they bought an old 1800s mansion yeah. and turned all the rooms in the mansion into themed rooms. Where is this? It's in the Catskills, the Catskills. In, a, in a town called Roxbury. Mm-hmm. What is love? Oh my God! Anyway, it's this little <laughs> tiny, Baby, don't hurt me. <clears throat> it's this little tiny like mountain town, but these guys have turned their theme colors are black, white, and electric green. Cool. So the whole property is painted in everything's white with black and green trim. Right. It's cool. Cr- cr- like bananas. So the main mansion, they redid everything. And I think they put four or five rooms in the main mansion and they all have some kind of like fun theme to them. Um, and then they built these five fantasy cottages and mm-hmm. each cottages comes with like, a, they're like little townhouses. And so there's a full kitchen, several bedrooms, upstairs, downstairs, outside dining area. And um, they have different themes to the point where like, the Galileo's gallery, like Jim was just talking about, downstairs it's all, you know, like, um, what is it? Like astronomy stuff. It's all Galileo astronomy stuff. But it also feels kind of like a manor, too. Mm-hmm. 
But then you go upstairs and it's all alien stuff. Cool. And like you turn the lights out in the bathroom and there's like a tiled, it's like, like alien tiled glow in the dark in the bathroom. And there's like universe painted on the walls. And I definitely think we should put it on the list because like, I was like, yes, that's, it's not near, it's not near like George, but it's Catskill Mountains are, you know, so beautiful. But who doesn't want to go stay in a little miniature fantasy world castle that's like, I know. Yeah. I know, and there's a um, there's a um, telescope in that one too. So they have a superhero theme, they have a black and white movie theme, they have the Galileo, they have a vampire, they have the Pendragons, and what's the last, another one? Oh, they have the Greek gods. Pendragons, so that's what, Ar King, it's Arthurian yeah, it's theme? it's like Arthur, there's a bunch of oh. dragons and stuff. They have this huge bathroom, like the tower room is the bathroom with this giant tub in the middle of it. And like, it's like the throne room, but with a tub in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, one of the rooms on one of the properties is a Cinderella room and it has Cinderella's dress hanging over the bed like a canopy. And the I didn't bathroom see that. is shaped like a magic pumpkin. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Where did you discover this? I'm telling you, I read a bunch of, everything in my email is travel, food, and fashion. So something in one of my travel emails said something about this property. And I was like, what's that? Because they were talking about you can still stay stylish in the Catskills. Like you don't have to go stay at some <laughs> like stuffy old people resort or in the Catskills. crappy lodge. Yeah, exactly. Or like hunting or whatever. Like you can go and yeah. stay in some like really fun properties. And um, I guess there's like spas in a couple of the properties and mm -hmm. like it's really a fun time and there's hikes in the woods. And so I wouldn't mind going up there. I think we should think about that, kids. I'm on board with it. Beautiful Mount Harry Lodge. <laughs> All right, let's get to questions, you Jack. That was that was literally from the from the Poconos. That was a commercial that used to air when I was in New Jersey. I used to love like they'd have like magazines that they'd send out about the Poconos and so like we'd uh, get them all the time and it was like I always wanted to stay in the room with the big ass glass of champagne that was actually like a bathtub. Like a hot tub or a bathtub. Yeah. So like when um, I was like ten, it was like that's where I'm gonna go for my honeymoon and I'm gonna be in that room with that <laughs> champagne glass of a bathtub. So a lot of the rooms that they show that they have up there have the tub in some kind of like theme in the middle of the room. Like there yes. are definitely rooms up there with a tub in the room. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It, there's a lot of that. options. I think, I think we could have a really good time. I think it's a good idea. Fun. Questions. Questions. So, um, what am I drinking? What? No, I think I think you should ask me the question first. Oh, okay. Jim, you're drinking a zombie. I am drinking a zombie. Okay. Virtually. Jim, what? Yeah, virtually. Virtually. By proxy. Um, Jim, if... Let's say... <clears throat> let's say there's, there's a zombie apocalypse. I already have my plan. No, I'm not asking what your plan is. Okay. Uh, people have set up their own little like communes, but you have to be able to add to the community. You have to bring some sort of ability and gift that helps the community. Why should us, the community, let you in? What do you have to offer? Uh, I have nothing to offer. I plan on coming in there and murdering you all, <laughs> getting my friends there all safe and sound, and we'll just go from there. You wouldn't want to try to get in with the commune and like lend a hand. Like, you've, what would you offer? Commune, to that's for hippies. Fuck that shit. You're so Not, lazy. You've got to be able to contribute, or no one wants yeah. to feed you. <laughs> At least me, I could like contribute. I can grow plants, vegetables, food. Right, Kelly grows food. I'm really good at making uh, logistical plans. I'm a logistic. Oh, well, it's funny. I, that's, I think that's where you and I are similar is that like, I think I could just definitely like delegate authority. Like I think I have enough in my head where if a person has a certain skill set, I'll know where to send them and when we need it and how we need it. But you've got to be able to work up yeah. to that. So you've got to be you able to show work up to that. Yeah. You got to be able to show some actual like physical skills. So I think yeah. mine would definitely be like cleaning. 
I'm a cleaner. I do all the shit that nobody wants to do. Yeah. Cleaning. Cooking. Gumming it. I'll be the woman. Growing vegetables. I will. I'll be a woman. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to do some hard labor. I know. Like take you take the trash out. Oh, Jim can take the trash. So Jim will be trash. And then, and man. then I'll take the trash out. Oh, I, I see what you did there. Yeah, then that's right. Then you'll take the trash out. I think that you could be the court jester. You need to like convince people of the need for entertainment. You know? Well, the, I mean, Every I don't want to be- Society needs the, entertainment. That's, that's very true. A lot of people need my wise assery, so. Yeah, and your somewhat musical abilities. It's like you said, everybody needs entertainment. So I guess I'll be putting the band back together. <laughs> uh, why should we let you in, Captain, to the, what would you contribute to the zombie apocalypse comedy? He would <laughs> document it. Actually, we would work together. He would document it and I would edit it. Yeah. We're uh, probably a little bit primitive. There's probably not a lot of, like, None of that's going on. Uh, no, that's not true because Fear the Walking Dead, there's a woman who's a journalist that's documenting everything. Well, if we didn't have anything like that, I suppose I could, and I wasn't like being funny on a vaudeville stage for every Friday <laughs> night. Uh, I could probably help build stuff. I'm sure I could help cook stuff. Definitely a builder and a cooker. I'm really good mm -hmm. on the grill. I could be yeah. a grill master. I would not be hunting stuff. I'll tell you that right now. No. I am not a hunter. A fish, I could, I, I mean, God help me. I could, I guess. I could yeah, if I had to. Yeah, but you've got to be able to bring something. And like, if they've already got a fisher and a builder, like, yeah, I could, does I'll, that I'll, job. I'll, I'll cook the fish and, oh, well. And someone who cooks, like, what, what else do you have? Like, what's your ability? I gave you two, and that's not good enough, apparently. You're going to be a comedian. That's fine. You well, always need more than one, though. You need more than one because one might three. get killed off, essentially. No, she means enough. you need more than one of those people. I know. I'm just hassling you. Fine, honey. You can be a builder. Listen, here's my plan, and I will tell you this, and we will figure it out as we go. But what I'm saying is, if this happens, I'm going to get you guys and Kelly and me, and we're going to go down to Key West, right? And then we're going to go to Sunset Key. Then we're going to murder everyone on that island and we're going to take over that island so the zombies can't get on there. That's the how you keep. The zombies can't swim? It's, it's, it's problematic. Where's our food coming from? Yeah, what about hurricanes? We got to be well, able to grow stuff. Listen, you're going to have problems. Either that or we build tree, we live in a treehouse kingdom. Everyone like, knows uh, if, there's a zombie, if there's a zombie apocalypse, you go north because the zombies freeze. I would rather be on an island in the middle of the Hudson River uh, where the zombies can't swim out to me, but I can still grow crops in the summer. Yeah. And hunt deer on, on the mainland in the winter. Like take Yeah, you would not kill deer. I don't okay, see I that. Wouldn't, but someone would. I wouldn't. Pocahontas would. Catch fish, though. That's racist. Um, if you're hungry, you're definitely going to kill the deer. <laughs> yeah, but they're so cute. Haven't you seen I mean, I grew up in upstate New York. There was deer hunting season. We had deer. Wild turkeys, deer. Yeah, I could do some turkeys. Did you ever turkeys are nasty fuckers anyway. Listen, if it's a, a zombie apocalypse and I'm fucking hungry, yeah, and I want some meat, I'm going to kill a deer. So it's Thanksgiving, motherfuckers. But she's going to be wrestling the deer. She's got a deer in a headlock. I mean, but it wouldn't be like, oh, let me just go kill a deer for the fun of it. No, I'd be like, I'm going to go kill a deer because we need to eat. And then we also need the fur to keep warm when winter comes. She's got a, the hook and it's hoofing at her face. He's been, wa oh, she's been watching too much Outlander. She's been watching too much Outlander. <laughs> they're, they're pioneers. That's why you braid hemp so you can wear hemp jackets. Will you leave your fucking hair alone? You're making I'm, me nuts. You're acting oh. like an insane person right now. Oh, oh. Yeah. All right, cool. So we know that we're all going to be together in an apocalypse so that we can keep entertaining people. Good. Yeah. Good, good, good. Okay. We're going to do, do a live podcast in the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Over hey. ham radio. Ham, girl. <laughs> I almost made it a whole episode without mentioning community. <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't Seinfeld.
<laughs> no, community's gotten just that bad. I listened to last week's episode. I'm like, oh my God, this needs to be retired. Like we retired Seinfeld and whatever the last one was. Bad we didn't retire Seinfeld. If, if something came up, there's definitely been mentions in the last last couple of months that, that we've Seinfelded the situation. Ham girl. Ham girl. What am I drinking? Christina, you are drinking the sweet satisfaction. What is your question? My question for you is, what do you take from this whole experience the last two years doing this podcast? That I can start a project and set a goal and bring it to fruition and fin and come to the end of my goal. Um, I... I set a goal and I accomplished it. So that taught me that I can really definitely do anything you put your mind to. So. Well, that's very positive for the kids. Isn't it? Um, it is actually. I achieved what I wanted. I, a seed was planted creativity, creatively. There was nothing there. We made something out of nothing. We started with a producer and with somebody else's help. We found, we didn't need that person. We could have monetized it better. We could have advertised better. We could have really put some more energy into it, but that wasn't ever my goal. My goal was to make this thing happen for a hundred episodes. That's when I started was my goal. And that's what we've done. And so I've enjoyed 100, it. 104. I know, so I've, I've, I've gone over my goal. All right, great. Um, I- And we've chased, we, we've, uh, we've had challenges is what it was. It's like, cause our, our original producer that actually came around in the right time, who got on board and he was also like so gung ho about it. It actually helped us start it sooner. Cause he wanted right. it to go bad, but we love him. He's a great guy, but, um, he pulled out. He's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it's just like, okay. And then we had to regroup and we did it seamlessly. We kind of did it seamlessly and we figured it out. We've been doing it ever since. So, you know, for better or worse, whatever, I, you know, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, I take from it. I think it's interesting, especially since, I mean, listen, I, I know we've mentioned this before, but since we're here, it's, it's what's been hard is not being able to every single time we want to have a conversation with each other. It's like, don't talk about that. We got to talk about it on the podcast. Funny. But what I can say is, is week to week, our life experiences are documented on the interwebs forever. Yeah. And, and I know sometimes it's just us bullshitting about, about something goofy about star Wars, but like, it's something that piqued our interest at that point in time. And, and, well, you've always had a journal. And so this is yeah. just sort of an extension of a journal for, in, a, yeah. in a sort of way. And I, I think me I, mentally I agree with you 100% that, that like I've written in my journal less because I know this exists. Interesting. Wow. That's really interesting. Yeah, that is true. You do write in it less. Huh. I try to write in it when shit is like I wrote in it when we were down in the Keys. Cause it was a different experience, but it was experience of like the whole COVID thing while we were trying to have a good time and vacation down the keys, which of course we did have a good time. Um, I mean, you know, it, there's not much to write about if I go to work and I come home, you know what, you, you know what I mean? It's the same experience. Well, I thought it was interesting. I was thinking about it today, listening to last week's episode and um, that even though we don't talk about it much on, on the show like even just having the the experience of us being doing this during this time of isolation yeah. and quarantine and virus and like it's just another point of view from this really interesting time in history it's really kind of crazy like this is absolutely right now and whatever happens with this maybe somebody will find it one day maybe they won't maybe they'll be playing it a hundred years from now like this is what people are doing a hundred years ago. <laughs> and, you know, I know that we've tried not to talk about 
we try not to talk about, you know, the quarantine and the, the virus. We have to at some points, though. We do. Gotta... And we, we do touch on it. But, you know, that's not what this podcast is about. We're about, like, we would... Entertainment. I don't want to bring people down. Like, we, you know, it's, I don't want to bring ourselves down. We talk about it enough ad nauseum in real life, and I don't want to do it on the show. So we have averted talking about all that shit, and I'm glad we have, you know. even But you can still tell from listening that it's happening. But uh, still, like... You know, I look forward to doing this with you guys because there's a, a, a joy in celebrating the non-important for an hour or so. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that we can just be like, oh, I got a hat for my Spider-Man figure. I, like, or, or, or I'm watching reruns of 30 Rock again. You know what I mean? It's just sort of like we can just bullshit. It just it feels normal. That's That's what I'm saying in a world that doesn't feel normal at all. So, like, I just... Want to take choice? What do you get out of this? <laughs> After all your rambling on. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, I for me, I think it's helped me come out of my shell a little bit. Like, oh. in that sense of, like, um, it's given me, like, a creative outlet, you know? And um, I think it's evolved, and I think I've enjoyed watching how it's evolved over the last two years. Um, from like it's starting in our dining room and now we're doing like a zoom because we are in a time of where we're not able to be around each other. And I think I find that somewhat interesting that we're still trying to find ways to connect with each other. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think just overall, it's just the having like a creative outlet and finding a way to like commit to something on a weekly basis that doesn't have to do with like my job or like cleaning the house. It's like, it's like this extra thing that I get to do every week that's- Doesn't involve yeah, like, spending money, going shopping, yeah, and being yeah, out like around every, people. Yeah, like I, I feel know. like we can, like, you know, of course, I mean, it's our fault because we didn't take advantage of like YouTube and some of these other things and we've learned that lesson, which I think it's okay that we learned the lesson, that we can make it better um, moving forward in the future. But, you know, just like, being here to entertain people and like giving them something to listen to every week and listening to us ramble on about, you know, whatever nonsense we're interested in. But I think that just the idea that people listen to it and they like gotten something good out of it, whether it's, you know, go watch this show or watch this movie or go and take a vacation here or there. I think it's just kind of fun to be able to like share kind of your point of view and, and, just put it out there. God, the fact that we did two episodes from the Keys is really fucking awesome. Like, yeah. we brought the show on the road for, for a, a couple episodes. That's really fun. Hey, I'll tell you what, it, the, this, the last I'd like episode... To do more, like, I'd like to do more yeah. shows in the future where we're in other locations. Yes. And we can, like, share those experiences with people. Like, going to the Catskill Mountains and doing a podcast there. From Galileo's Gallery. Yeah. That oh would be great. God. You know we... You know that we would. If we vacation together, we're totally going to talk about the possibility yeah. of just doing the show there. Like, if we go to Paris, France, we're going to be like, we're going to do the show from Paris, France. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, yeah. You know, and it's so funny because the first, last year when we went to the Keys and we did the show there, that experience helped me, helped solidify for me wanting to go to the Keys again this year and do it again. Because it was just so fun. And it was just so random and yeah. weird and awesome. It was just like, Fuck it, let's go. It's gonna be great. It'll be fine. Doesn't matter. It'll be fun. And the and the fact that we could do it at all is is like super cool. It's just mm-hmm. oh, bring a laptop and a couple of mics and like think about how we how worried we were in the beginning when we started this and it was like the laptop and like the mic and like worry about like oh if you can hear like the air conditioner running in the background. But yet we go to the keys and it's pouring rain <laughs> and it's outside. Pouring rain out and we're and totally okay with it. And there's golf carts and trucks backing up and. Boats. I like. I actually like hearing it. I because when we listened to it was last week's episode, right? Two weeks. When we listened, or, or two weeks, like hear, hearing that just brought me back there. Like I, the I can hear the golf cart moving on the gravel and stuff. Like there's, it doesn't ruin the experience of like listening to like a, the perfect audio on a podcast. I was like, no, you're there. Like that's 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 the people who are using the golf carts go driving on gravel and stuff. It just, it puts me right there. And maybe that's just for the four of us, but I think it's pretty cool. I would hope that it would entice our listeners to schedule themselves a trip to the keys or wherever. I sort of wish we had gotten, um, follow people to give us money. 
because I would love to take a summer vacation in an RV with us and do like an on the road. Oh, that would be so much fun. That would be great. Yeah. Well, well, when one of us wins the lottery and we make enough that we can take care of all four of us, we'll hit the road. (laughs) I tell you what, for me, I know I mentioned that earlier in this episode, um, it helps me uh, kind of enjoy things more. Um, when I talked about the holidays, like it does, like I feel like we, our lives are so fast and we are working so much. It's not like when we were in school, when we were in school, it was awesome because you had a build up to the holidays and you would do arts and crafts projects in school or the teachers and the staff would just decorate the school. So you knew what time of year it was. Oh, it's pumpkins. Oh, it's time for, so you would get in the mood and you had more time as a child, as a kid to like, get involved in the holidays and how and, and experience how long they were now it's so fast it's so fast even it, though it starts the day after halloween right yeah even though it's, it's so fast now you don't get a chance to enjoy it so right. the show has really helped me enjoy the holidays more because we get to do multiple episodes during one month uh, or the next month and then i'm making cocktails based on thematic you know, elements, you know, themed cocktails. And that's cool. That's cool. It really gets me going and I love it. I love making Halloween drinks. I love making Thanksgiving drinks and Christmassy drinks. And it's fun. See, I, I actually, I, I, I agree with you, but I think it's almost more than that in the sense of um, not just the holidays, but just in, I mean, having to do this week to week when we have a moment that, you know, we bitching about bitching about something in traffic or just, or an amazing experience when we went to the movies, remember that kids and, or, or just like things that was something we read, some article that just, that just brought us some sort of joy. Like, like, because I've had a notebook where I give myself like a rundown of things I want to talk about. You're more present in the moment than just being like, oh my God, that movie is awesome. And then, and then nothing like, you know, we've had to like watch movies and like, really immerse ourselves in that and then review those movies and I've had to give a shit about Star Wars when I really if we hadn't been doing this podcast I don't think I would have given a shit about most of the Star Wars movies that have come out over the last two years and I think that you would have been really really disappointed with me a lot so <laughs> me having to do to go see them for sure has definitely saved our friendship <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but listen, we all loved we all loved the Force Awakens. We didn't like Last Jedi, and and uh, and and the Rise of Skywalker was okay. But in that time, we got the Mandalorian, so I'm okay. Okay, I will agree with all those things. Yeah, I agree with that. I will. Yeah, I mean, this is a real. It's been a really fun experiment, and I think it's just going to lead to other greater, different things within our creative wheelhouse together. And we'll figure it out. Yeah, and we'll you know what? Like, I think it was mentioned just. A little bit earlier is that it's a, uh, it's an evolution, man. We've we've evolved since we've done this. It's it's evolved constantly since we've started. So, because when you remember in the first couple episodes, like I didn't talk. It was Jim and Kelly, and we had uh, the the bareback barback, and that was it. And then I got a mic. She regretted me having a mic because I. And was, then there were <laughs> segments. We had all of our segments. Yeah, we had the segments, and then those kind of fell away, and then we just kind of evolved, you know. Then the hold on. There were there were some good moments in some of those segments. Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. The the fucking segments were great, and I think that maybe we should start bringing those back. Yeah, I agree. There's going to be some changes. I but just think that we this like is going to be each other. This is just part of the evolution, you know. It's just another part of the evolution, and I think that that's fucking cool. It's cool because it's not something you can plan for. You just something you roll into and you deal with it. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun. I yeah, I think it's been a fun experience, and I think it's brought us all closer together, even though we were close before the podcast. I agree. But it's just like a whole other experience that we've been able to have with each other unexpectedly because most people – I mean, this is Exus Nexus, right? So the question always is, is can you be friends with your ex? Yeah. And then the question is, is can your ex be friends with the person you're now with? Right. I think we've kind of answered that question over the last two years. Like, <laughs> you can. And wow. You know Let's wrap it up. She just, just, just crushed it right, uh, right there on that. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs>
And you also don't still want to have sex with your ex. Sorry. No. It's true. I mean, not that my ex is in this room, but if he was, I'd say no. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I would say no, too. Yeah. So, cheers. Um, Jim, on this, the last episode of our second season, I'm going to give people some advice. Everyone, no matter where you are, what time of day it is, where you find yourself at this moment, please do not S a D in the P while trying to get P. Yeah. For Wally. All right, kids. Jim? Take a step back, everybody. Take a little time. Think about where you spent the last two years with us. Just take a good step back and fuck your own face. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yay. Yay. Woo. Yay. Woo. 104. And see you later, fuckface. Oh, see you later, fuckface. Oh, my God, there's a mosquito. That's exactly how this show should end. Yeah. <laughs> right my face. That guy, that guy flew right across. James, the- James. <laughs> From the side of my face. Fire. Oh, we live in Florida. I just hate a bug. What's that? Overboard. Oh. I just hate <laughs> a bug. I just hate a bug. <laughs>